0: Welcome to episode 99 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How are you doing, Warren? Morning, afternoon, evening, whatever it might be. <laughs> How <are> you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm doing well, and uh, we also are joined by uh, a returning
1: guest, Mr. Chuck Joyner from Mac Voices. How are you doing, Chuck? i'm doing good david Nine, number 99 already yes that's why i i, I was gonna
0: kind of t- t- say this to you i've got kind of a two-part celebration of approaching my 100th episode uh this was number 99 and i uh, wanted to have you on this week uh because we you know we got to fill some guests here and you were of course kind enough uh to be one of my uh first guests as well as um uh inspiring me to become a podcaster which was uh most memorable much over 5 years ago now if i believe i remember correctly at uh, max stock which i'm i'm sorely missing i'm
1: sure you are as well oh yeah oh yeah yeah i, I remember that discussion it's like
0: yeah it was like you, yesterday you, you did and your it's first on video too <laughs>
1: yeah and it's and it's like david why don't you start a podcast you, know, you, you love this stuff so why not and yeah here we are 99 episodes later very cool
0: yeah it's uh it's it's quite a milestone coming up and uh this this is too i mean that's why i wanted to kind of celebrate today this weekend and next week as well uh and uh kind of uh, have some fun with it uh and might even play some uh, uh uh clips from old episodes i haven't listened back in quite a long time but uh there's there's some doozies out there but uh find a few few highlights of uh, of what we've done accomplished over those 100 episodes but uh we'll see what happens uh but uh well, there is a lot to talk about this week uh uh lots of news uh Including uh, the uh, iOS is out of beta, and uh, all kinds of news are coming out. And uh, we're going to kind of have a discussion about uh, Do we remember iChat? I, I remembered it. Wanted to, talk to. I thought it'd be an interesting topic to talk about. And I have a smartwatch that I want to unbox. I know I'm crazy. Why do I? Why am I buying a smartwatch when I have an Apple Watch? But we we talked about this last week. But I wanted to. Do that as well. So, uh, so uh, yeah, let's 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 go right into it and uh, start on the first story. And the first story is uh, Google Fi is now going to be um, supported by eSIM on existing iOS devices. This was in um, Mac Rumors uh, in April. Google started allowing new users who sign up for the Google Fi mobile service to use the eSIM that's integrated in the 10R, 10S, you know, all all the everything from the 10R up into the current models. And the SC model too, the i iPhone SC that's out now. Um and they now released a new version, which is a version 2.5, will now allow users to use dual sims and freeze up that physical sim on, on in their handsets. I've uh, talked about this before. I think it's a great idea. T Mobile and a lot of other carriers have already moved over to eSIM. Um uh, Chuck, what do you think of this?
1: I, you know, I think it's just the the way the future's going. Uh, it is. you know, I've I've moved to having an e sim for uh, one of my accounts, and then I put in a physical SIM uh, yep. for Mint Mobile, and, you know, I have two lines on my phone. And it's, it's, you know, it's pretty easy to do. It is. Um, and so now this is just one more carrier that gives, gives that option. So if you haven't looked into it, folks, you know, and you have a need for two lines, or because of coverage or data or whatever, yep. yeah, go for it.
0: Yeah, no. Um, mint Mobile is a good example. I mean, I've got a Mint Mobile account, and uh, they're awesome for uh, you know a secondary carrier. And I'm using the SIM for that, and then uh, T-Mobile, which of course they're uh, basically Mint Mobile is on T-Mobile, but good to have a backup. And uh, they're they're I'm using that as my eSIM on my 11 Pro Max. So um, Warren, what do you think of this?
2: Yeah, I also would add on the T-Mobile uh, bandwagon there, um, which is Mint more or less, but. Yep. Um, when I started my new job, um, I wanted a separate phone number and I have a um, 11, I think it's, not, yeah, it was the 11 Pro, it, it was current phone. So um, I went to T-Mobile, I'm like, well, I'm gonna get it, you know, let me get the SIM for a new number and all that good stuff. So we started talking about it and um, T-Mobile has a thing called Digits too. Yes. And mm-hmm. Digits is basically, a, a, it's a, a app that it will give you another phone number. Um and then we'll give you you could text through it. You can't iMessage. It's not it's not a full thing, but it, it does the job. So mm-hmm. I guess in theory, uh I went with that. It's a lot cheaper than getting all a whole new phone line. It's like five bucks a month or something like that. But in theory, you could get, actually get three phone lines on your phone if you really want to, between the uh digits, the eSIM and a sim card, which is kind of cool. Um yeah. and the only other thing I heard about the the Google thing is um if anybody has, I only know one person in my life that has it, um, the Google five, but from what I understand, you have to uninstall the app. Right. That's what the article says. It. Yeah. To, to get it to work.
0: Yeah. Well, I initially, and, initially, um, um, installed it on a pixel and a pixel Two XL and, uh, and I was able to get the experience of the eSIM uh, that firsthand because uh, that was when it, that's when 2XL was a couple years old, and then they had it already. Um, and, then of course, I had to port over my Google Voice number in order to get that number. Now Google Voice is gone. It's pretty much all – it's now Google Fi, so – uh, but yeah, it's, uh, this, this is going to be good because I, I do recall they did offer a SIM card for iPhones that, that could be used with, uh, with it, with the service, but you would lose like functionality, like mess, I messages, that couple that kind of stuff. So, which was saying, like, nah, I'm not doing that. So did you have something else to say, Chuck?
1: Yeah. I mean, I just, I guess I want to point out, cause I, we've, Warren and I both said we have two lines on our phones now, yeah. and this is an ideal solution. If, as we're in the COVID-19 situation as we record this. Yeah. And you know, I'm not sure that anybody's going to do anything just for the period of lockdown we've been in or the foreseeable future. But as, as things evolve and the way we work changes, you know, maybe you don't want to be giving out your cell phone number. And so all of a sudden having that eSIM capability for a second line, whether the eSIM is your second line or the the, the standard SIM is your second line, you can have two on the same phone and it's immensely convenient. And that way when the weekend comes, you know, you can turn the business phone off if you want to. So, you know, it's, if, if you're not sure folks, why would I want to do this? That's kind of a reason that you might want to think about it.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's, that's a good point. Um, and if you have a business line, that's one of the biggest things This is going to solve beyond the fact of being able to travel internationally. And, uh, which of course, none of us are going to be doing much for a while anyway, but, uh, you can, uh, you can take a, uh, have your business line and have a personal line and have it all on one phone. Because like I always see these people have, are carrying around two and three phones. Well, very folk, uh, and, and uh, <laughs> carrying, go well, off. He has more reasoning as He does, he does his Pokemon go, but, uh, but, You know, people carrying a lot of extra phones with them. I know, it's crazy. (laughs) Uh, And uh, this is going to solve a lot of those problems for people who don't need to have more than one phone. (laughs) When I went to T-Mobile,
2: and I was about to get the new line on E-SIM, they were going to offer me a a free phone. And, of course, there were Android phones. So I started looking at them, and, you know, they're not offering anything. You know major uh cheapy android phones and i took a look at one or two of and i'm like yeah i'm good <laughs> i don't i don't need any news well actually it's a shame because free phone but yeah
0: actually i can lead 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 into that that i don't have that as a news story but they just announced that a few hours ago that t-mobile is offering a, a, yeah. a, a brand new iphone se if you trade in a qualifying phone something um, i don't know what I don't, qualifying I, I, would be I, I, I didn't go deep because it was too, too close to when the show started recording here so uh but i mean they are they're always enticing that kind of thing but that that's great to see you know carriers doing that kind of stuff um to uh, to, to do that stuff so anyway let's, let's go if find it. Yeah, if you find something we'll, we'll go ahead i'll go to the next story here um and this is in again in, in uh on mac rumors uh, apple does release uh, watch os 6.2.5 with uh the ECG app in Saudi Arabia, you know that's important. Uh, for, but we we might have some listeners in Saudi Arabia. I, I hope so. Uh, and uh, there is new Pride Watch faces, um, and so they, re- they released this eighth update to the Watch OS six, and uh, and it of course runs on all the modern app watches, not not Series one or Series zero, I should say, um, and. Other than that, there wasn't really anything else found as far as any differences. Um, I've got it already installed, and uh, the, other than the, the new watch faces, uh, the, other maybe some bug fixes, like they always say. Uh, any uh, thoughts on that, Chuck?
1: Um, only that... So you know, I, I I have to wonder, and I haven't researched this, but we're we're pretty familiar with what in the U.S. what you can say is and is not a medical device, and what class of medical device, and all. And I have to wonder if there's what kind of restrictions there are for Saudi Arabia as well as you know every other major market. Um, so or whether there are restrictions with regardless of what kind of designation you give it or what yeah. you're trying for. So it's because it seems strange that it would take this long to get out. So yeah. I have an idea that there's not a there was not a technical reason, but probably more of a uh, a regulatory reason would be my guess. Could have
0: been, yeah. Just just like the the API they had um, the, they had to put into the iOS thirteen point five because they couldn't use thirteen four five as the next iteration. So, uh, but the watch didn't yeah. have to have that. Same thing with uh, TVOS. Uh, Warren, do you have any other comments on the watch update?
2: No, only the uh, if you did the beta, um, you have it already. Sometimes um, on release day, um, it changes a a bit, but it's the same one. So if you did the beta for it's the same version. Yeah. Uh, Same with the phone, the Gold Master came out, but
3: yeah, we'll uh, we'll, hit
2: that. Yeah. Actually, I do have it caused one bug for me, which is a stupid bug, but I use a. I don't know, you can't see, but I use picture faces, uh, a rotating picture faces of the mm-hmm. album yep. uh, as my watch faces. And um, whenever I first flip my wrist, only the top portion of the picture shows until to the next one. So it's introduced a bug. And so there you go. There'll be a next version to fix that yeah. bug. I'm sure. Yeah. Probably. Follow six.
1: radar.
0: Point, point yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and not. then, then TV OS, uh another same art another article in uh, Mac rumors tvos went thirteen four five again generally not much in difference in updates with TVOS uh, didn't see anything else probably don't need to really say much about that other than be aware of that uh, that is out uh and then there was an article at the, uh, last week about the home pod and you, you know how Mac rumors can Kind of make things, little big deals out of things. Oh, my gosh, HomePods were sold out on the Apple Store online. What, what, what are we going to do? Uh, and they, so they, they said, no word when it's going to be back online, and but you still can order it from Best Buy or B&H Photo. And then an update was, no, that seems to be, they must be appearing online uh, uh, with a slice shipping delay. Which I'm thinking, are they going to be introducing the smaller version of the HomePod and it be less price? Uh, Warren, what do you think of that?
2: Uh, yeah, actually Chuck, uh, we talked about it a couple of days ago, right? Yeah. Um, okay. you know, the rumors are out there and we, you know, I think, I don't know, I'm 50, 50, whether Apple would actually do it or not. You know, half of me says they're going to compete with, uh, some of the, the less expensive devices. And then the other half says that's not really their thing. And they want to kind of be a high-end, high end, high, high fi system. Um, if they did it, I think it would do something. It would need to do something else that the HomePod itself doesn't do,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, like your your um, what your Sono's Move is that what yeah. it's called or Sono's? Yeah, so I have yeah. Mm-hmm. So that thing actually does more than you know than the HomePod does. It's very it does. portable, but it's a great sounding kind of thing. It's something you could kind of take with you.
3: Yeah,
2: uh, it does have a uh, voice integration. Uh, it has, a, it, has, it has Siri, right? Or
0: not Siri. It has... Uh, it has the uh, A-Lady from, from uh, Amazon, and uh, it also has okay. Google. And Google. One, one or and the, the other.
2: other. So, I mean, you know, for portable, yeah, a portable speaker could do that. It's not yeah. the most easy thing to do if you're sitting in the middle of the beach to get, you know, internet connectivity. So, I think of respond oh, to but, um, But, so, you know, and then Chuck and I were saying maybe, you know, they could use them as, you know create some kind of uh, sound system for your TV, two satellite you know put two of them up front for satellites um, and and use them for that, which would be kind of cool too. Um, yeah, I don't know 50
1: 50. That's my what, thought. Uh, what do you think, Chuck? I, you know, I've, I've had three separate conversations about this on this topic in the last couple of days yeah. and, and I've, I, you know, I'm torn all over the place. I, I, I love my home pods. I mean, I've got a, I've got a stereo pair and they sound great and they're responsive. And, you know, if I whisper her name, she will hear me and she's a room away. Yes. You know, and it's, <laughs> the microphones are, mm-hmm. the microphones are kind of amazing. And I swear, if if I have it playing a, the volume at set at ten, and I whisper, I think she hears me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I find it difficult to believe that Apple would be willing to compromise on that experience. Yeah. Um, you know, the I don't feel like they're that large. I, there's definitely a, a place for a less expensive Home or HomePod. Mm-hmm. The question is, will would Apple be willing to compromise on the functionality? Right. And that and that just that that strikes me as a little strange. If they'd started with a smaller HomePod or, or maybe a theoretically less capable HomePod, and then brought out you know the, the better one, that that would have made more sense. But to see them go backwards, but on the other hand, they kind of did that with the uh, the iPhone SE, so you know there's precedent for it. I, I just I don't know. It's going to be another one of those things that. When it comes out, look at it and figure out if it's for you or what or, or your particular use case.
0: Yeah, no, and I have the stereo pair as well. I mean, the only reason I have the Sonos Move is because of my my work anniversary. So, uh, but the Sonos Move does have a lot more uh, capabilities. That's for sure. The app itself, it just you have so much that you can you can add to it as well as uh, it, it uh, as you mentioned more and about you know taking it out. The beach and stuff. You you actually utilize it uh, as a blue, as Bluetooth device because if it doesn't have internet, uh, then the, uh, Amazon or Google isn't going to work. It's got it got it has to be on the internet. So,
1: uh, but, right. but, no, but I, I, go ahead, Chuck. Yeah, yeah. But let me ask you something. Yeah. Um, I, internet connectivity aside, I mean, because that could be with just that could be with any other Bluetooth speaker. Right. Um, you know, we, we all talk about the features, and I have to wonder now. We're three geeks. Okay. And a lot of the audience <laughs> here is going to be geeks, yep. but at the end of the day, how many of those features, and if, if, if you get it, if you got the set sonar's move mm-hmm. and sure you play with it, and you say, Oh, it, it can do this. Okay. I'll make it do that. And you're mm-hmm. happy about it. But in six, in, in three months, six months, how many of those features are you really using? And so I, I get, I, I get a little weird about this because I've, the, you have to have the features to sell and and you know to make people want to buy it, but at the end of the day, what is it that I'm really buying? And and how many of those features am I actually using after the th- that initial Christmas Day you know play period? It's funny you
2: say that actually because um, like you guys, I have a nice stereo pair of HomePods in the living room, and uh, I don't use them a lot because uh, you know between it's in the living room, somebody's watching TV, somebody's doing something outside, just wear earphones most of the time anyways but um you know when music uh when somebody wants to play music um i also have an a lady sitting next to it i also have a, a google thing too so i have them all but my wife is so trained to say the a lady you know play music and that's you know that's what she does and, and, and you know i it frustrates me because i have this great sounding System in in my living room, and she's sitting here using the the first gen uh it's a the, the first gen, gen silo and it's fine. I mean, so you know to your point, you know, if you ask anything any of them to play music and it does it, it doesn't really matter. You know, how much does it matter, and how much does the price matter, and how much you know it's just the ease of access. And when somebody yeah. finds something they they like with it, they're going to keep using it. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm because it is. I and again, this is an argument I had with someone. I tend to think of it as a smart speaker, ace. But the, the operative phrase being speaker, and so I want the speaker to sound as good as it can right. because that's its primary function. It's not to look up, you know, um, how many legs an anteater has. You know, it's it's. I've I don't. It's it's nice that it can do that. And I'm sure there are plenty of people that use it for those kind of things, but I want it as a speaker. if I wanted something that could just look things up, then I can buy the uh you know the little dot from Amazon and you know get the information. but I sure don't want to listen to anything on that
0: yeah, oh yeah, the dots and the dots and are, are usually not that great but uh uh the uh the other thing too is you know what bothers me about the home pods is if you want to play the sound through from your mac you can't do a stereo pair i mean it's only it only is the iPhone and the ipad and and that's it and uh that's what makes it a little challenging the way they had set, they set that up but you know i guess it, it is what it is when it comes to that i don't know if anybody's tried that airfoil
2: airfoil used to fix that i don't know if it still does but there's yeah. a program out there called airfoil
0: that might yeah. do it but
1: yeah yeah, we'll, check oh, that out, Rogamib- so. yeah rogamibas i didn't know that. Yeah. i didn't even think about using airfoil for the stereo pair yeah airfoil i didn't think that yeah. that's
0: uh the reflectors. I, same I, company makes reflector i think
2: they used to they did it for the for, oh, for no, no, airplane yeah, one yeah, they did it for. I, I used to play with it with the uh, AirPlay one, but I haven't played with it since. So, hmm. you never know. Good idea. I'm yeah,
0: good idea. Didn't even think about that. All right, let's uh, uh-huh. move on. And uh, next story: T-Mobile is going to be phasing out the Sprint name. No surprise. Uh, this was uh, another article in, in the MacRumors. Uh, they said they're going to start easing the name, of the Sprint name, off of the stores. Branding will disappear, and it'll just be removing the bills and all that stuff no surprise here um i'm glad that this is finally over <laughs> I, mean, I mean we were talking about this merger for like two or three years i think it was uh and uh it's, it's going to be a big strong uh carrier and i'm i'm a proud customer using them too uh warner what did you think
2: yeah I th- the, as long as i get rid of that uh annoying guy with the glasses on uh, the
0: commercial uh
2: that's good too so
0: oh, yeah <laughs> Who, who used to do the Verizon commercials? You can you hear me now? He a Ver- <laughs> yeah, he was the old Verizon
2: guy. Uh, yeah.
0: I'm Matt. Uh,
2: I used to be from Verizon, but now I switched to Sprint. Go away. Not negative four, yeah. But did you see um, uh, Lily, uh, the actress from, uh, I forget her name, but the at t girl is back. Um, oh, she is? She was cute. Yeah. Yeah, li- Lily, she's a, she's a comedian, but uh, Lily, I'll look her up. Yeah, she's, she's, she's fun.
0: Any, any thoughts on this, Chuck? Uh, no, L- Lily Tomlin. No, Lily, the girl, the young oh, girl. The girl. Uh, she did She did the T commercials. Yeah, Lily. T- <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, uh, I yeah, you know we, yeah. we don't watch a lot of commercials, you so. know. I
2: mean, uh, she has a strange name. Anyway. Her name is Mo- Melania, yeah, yeah uh, I, Malena Von Trub.
0: That, not that That's I don't know that. And she's uh, so you know, too much about, to about the that.
2: commercials, and now she's
1: back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah I, really. I, I mean I'm, <laughs> I, I I clearly have missed these commercials. yeah, I, yeah, I mean, this again, it's it's corporate consolidation sure. and and there's no compelling reason to keep a second brand name. so why wouldn't you pull it under it's, It simplifies a lot of things.
0: Yeah, just like at t singular back in the day, and uh, uh, it also mentions The Verge pointed out that t boldman Sprint will have a long way to go to actually combine the actual networks, and, and they see some problems already uh, emerging. So, you know, you, you know, when we also talked about GSM versus uh, CDMA. You know, networks have to combine, but they got five G going for them, and that's that's that was the the big push was you know, that's going to get make them go faster to get uh, where we need to be with five G and, uh, and the networks. But uh, you know, it's gonna. Uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see also, where
2: things go. They just announced, uh, did you see this one, uh, the 10 years, it's 10 years unlimited uh, 5G for um, emergency oh, right. services or um, and yeah. like true first, responders, first know, responders, those kind of people, which is you know, makes me want to join the firefighters. <laughs> 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 just, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll fight fires
1: to get that 5G, I'll, yeah. whatever it takes, man. I didn't uh, see that one coming, Warren. I'm, I was <laughs> waiting for you to say, it makes, it makes me want to you know, go back and, and be a customer yeah. to support this effort. And it's like, no, you want to get on the other side. <laughs> I want the 5G. I want the free 10, ten
2: years unlimited 5G. I mean, yeah, how bad
3: awesome. could the
2: fire be, really? I mean, it's yeah. it can't be that bad. We're,
0: we're, dr- we're drinking the T-Mobile Kool-Aid. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, they turn around and look at at and There's This is on Apple Insider that, that the... Ad review panel was telling AT to stop using that misleading 5G E yeah, claims. Good. Uh, my gosh, yeah. I, I, when that first came out, Mike's just, are you kidding me? 5G isn't anywhere near being released yet. And then they they go around, and then the iPhone says 5G E. Oh look, my iPhone is on 5G. So I hope that this gets removed. I, I'm pretty sure. Well, it's according to this, they uh, said they They said they were, were going to get rid
2: of it. Yeah. yeah. They,
0: they said they said we don't
1: agree with you, but we'll we'll
0: fix it. We don't agree with you. Said. Yeah. What'd you think,
1: Chuck? <laughs> I, you know, I mean, where was the FCC in this mess? Yeah, exactly. Uh, this, this is way overdue. I, I'm, I'm sorry. This is, this is corporate misdirection uh, at it's kind of at its finest. Yeah. Um. And so at least somebody called them down on, it. and I, and one that's, you know, it's, I think it is interesting that, well, we don't agree with it, but we will comply. So, you know, was there somebody putting extra pressure on or, or what, you know, I feel like there's a story behind this story, uh, and at the end of the day, what does it matter? You, you're getting what you're getting, and regardless of what they call it, right? But yeah, it didn't. I'm sorry, this wasn't one of AT and right. finer moments. No, it wasn't.
0: <laughs> uh, and then, last story, I think we have this, that oh, they're oh, so wait. close to
2: they're so close to the actual five G at this point. No, I was just going to say they're probably so close to the actual five G that they're like at this point they don't care as much as they did
0: a year yeah. ago when they put it out there yeah more than likely um then last story uh, again on mac rumors uh google podcast the podcast yeah. app actually was released on ios uh a couple of weeks ago they they finally brought it to the ios uh, another add another podcast catcher to uh or a pod catcher out there but uh I, I was I was playing around with it uh, with uh, with uh, Android and it was a decent it was a decent environment. But now it's on iOS, which is great. Well, now they've now added CarPlay support to it uh, to iOS, so now you can use the Google Podcasts app in your car and be able to listen to your podcast. So, another way of being able to consume podcasts is through your car. What do you think, Jock? <laughs>
1: hey it's I mean, it's it's for, as podcasters it's good for us yeah you know, absolutely the, the, more, the, more, eyeballs. the, the more, more the more the more ears, i should say <laughs> or both, yeah in i your
0: mean, case. I'm,
1: i i yeah i you know i i struggle a little bit with you know how much how much of a difference is it going to make in the in the ios space um, and, simply because not only does apple have its own but there are several really really good podcast clients out there um, but on the other hand, if you if you are a Chromebook user or in the Google universe mm-hmm. um, and have an iPhone, then you know, like all of us, we all want to standardize on one one uh, podcatcher. Uh, so that's where our subscriptions will live, and it keeps track of what we listen to or what we're going to listen to. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's not a bad thing. It's it's another option. Absolutely. Any thoughts, Warren?
3: Um, not too many. I mean, my
2: I have trouble. I, I just use Apple Podcasts for the most part. Yeah, but sometimes I do want to have um, at least one one program out there that syncs across everything. Because I know the a lady will do podcasts too, and I'm scared to ask her to play a podcast on mine because I'm <laughs> sure she doesn't know what podcast I listen to. So. There's got to be maybe you guys know, but there's got to be one pod, uh, uh, podcast, uh, app out there that will uh sync across everything so it knows you know your playlist. Actually, uh, there is. I haven't
0: found one yet. Have you, you look, have you looked at Pocket Cast?
2: No, does it work on the lady Um,
0: good question. I don't know, but I love I'm loving Pocket Cast now because it first off i want to have a i want to have a podcatcher that does both audio and video but i'll watch video as well um and it does sync across all devices i've seen i'm not sure about a hey, lady though you'll have to check that what was it called pocketcast uh, Pocket Pocket- they have a free version then you have a paid version like a yearly yearly fee but it's worth it so i mean
1: chuck you you use check Pocket it out. passport i assume uh no i use overcast i oh, use overcast that's right yeah but there's so many. Yeah, I use Overcast. It doesn't. It, it, yeah, does it has,
2: it has uh, the A-Lady skill. Yeah. There you go. So Yeah, I'll check it out. So, so basically, uh, if I ask uh, the S person and the A person and the G person <laughs> and the H person and the yeah. R person, they'll yeah. all know about what pocket that I just listen to Mac voices 24-7, and it will just kind of uh, uh, t- know that about me,
0: which is good. I'll check it out. <laughs> that's right <laughs> all right that's the news for this week that we, we went through um beta testing i we always have this topic on our, our show each week because warren is the crazy living on the edge beta tester like we all love, know and love but there wasn't any of the beta tests anymore because 13.5 went uh, live it's now in public world everybody has it i hope you went and downloaded it it was released um it was kind of funny they they the, the news story said that thirteen five was Golden Master, which you knew that was eventually gonna come on. Usually Apple waits, you know, a couple of days before they'll finally announce okay, it's released to the public. But they like released it like that same day. Did you did you notice that, uh, Warren? It was uh, the next day, I thought, but what was yeah, the next it day? I thought it was the same day as I was looking at the read at the articles. Um uh, I, mean, I don't know. The week went too fast
2: for me, but uh it was oh, it was, was close and I think I think Apple and Google um made some kind of announcement that morning that the uh that the COVID uh API was ready to go. And then right. I think the pressure was the pressure was on to get the uh the app
0: out to everybody. So So um So yeah, that's it. That's right. And that's what uh mm-hmm. and that's what the uh the big release was, the COVID nineteen exposure notification, which of course is off and doesn't work. <laughs> Uh, and uh, they added the the Face ID now. When it sees you're wearing a face mask, it's automatically going to uh, uh, bring the passcode up to put in, so you don't have to wait. Um, but uh, other than that, just bug fixes and, and and the normal stuff. The Home Pod got thirteen four five is the version that's being installed on the Home Pod. Um, and uh, yeah, I just don't know what this COVID nineteen. Uh, Send that centers around. I don't even know when it's going to work. Did you have any thoughts, Chuck?
1: No, other than just I. I mean, I applaud Apple and Google for what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, it, I, it's being hindered by, uh, by politics and mm-hmm. by privacy issues, and you know, and and I, boy, I don't want to get into that on this show or anywhere else. Sure. Um, because there's so much, there's so much controversy at this particular moment in time. Over lockdown versus not lockdown, reopen versus not reopen, but at the end of the day, I guess I'm taking a longer view on this. Whether it's COVID or not, um, this kind of contract, contact tracing would be a good thing if if we for the next one. And I, I certainly hope we don't. None of us live to see the next one right. uh, like this. Um, but you know, it's 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 the reality of the world today. With as connected we as we are and or were. And I think we will be again. And how much we all travel, and you know the yes. potential spread of things. Um, so I, when, when will it be turned on? When will it be turned on? And I know there's been a lot of naysayers. I've heard a lot of uh, discussions about, well, but it, you know it means everybody has to have an iPhone or an i or something compatible with the system. Right. Yeah, there, there's going to be no perfect thing. You know, there's there's just no question about that. But anything that helps us get past this a little bit faster, easier. And and saves a few lives or or makes you feel safer, I think is a really really good thing. As long as and see here I go even I'm qualifying it. As long <laughs> as it doesn't cross too many privacy boundaries. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's uh, and that's the big that was the big hangup is the privacy stuff. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Right, right now it it is off and there is nothing that is functional in the United States that it can be used with at the moment. Uh, but uh, I you know that's going to be coming short, sooner than later uh, when it comes to that. Any other thoughts, Warren? Before we move on from beta, because this is your favorite topic. The you only,
2: know, the only thing with the uh, the, the tracing is um, maybe it's just me, but I haven't seen any like huge mainstream media info about the API or or, or this whole thing. Um, so I, you know, you know, we know about it because we read up on this stuff. Uh and then you know I got you know a couple of people on Facebook saying you know, hectal men installing this because they're misinformed. Um
0: Yeah, I of what it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah but you know, I, I haven't, you know, it came out yesterday and you know uh you know uh, nightly news uh guys didn't tell me, you know, they didn't mention any of it, which I find kind of surprising. I I mean I've heard it in a few Bits here and there on mainstream media, but not a lot. And I think that's not a good thing. I think, uh, you know, if Apple was smart and if Google was smart, and they are, there would be some kind of big news story saying, listen, this is out, you should update it. This is how it works. You could turn it off if you really don't like it, but leaving it on is gonna help uh, beat this thing. And um, I
1: haven't seen that yet. Maybe you guys have, but I haven't. Nope, I haven't seen it. I'm happy to show my pessimism it, it doesn't scare <laughs> anybody so yeah. therefore you're not going to see it on the evening news
2: yeah uh, that's, that's true in, uh, that yeah. that nightly news see. guy does like to scare me every night for some reason yeah, if,
1: um, it, if it doesn't bleed it doesn't lead so. yeah. that's yeah.
2: Uh, well
0: said
1: well may,
2: said maybe on the the today's show they're more happy they do the uh the the, the, the happy happy up, stories ton kind of things so so yeah, i think uh, uh like
0: like ryan seacrest was exhausted on the american idol you know they had to make a big deal yeah, out of that yeah so. yeah that's <laughs> well, he, he looked yeah. like he had a stroke yes yeah. yeah. what's wrong with him but, yeah,
2: savannah <laughs> savannah guthrie should be telling us about the uh the the content tracing app and how it's all good don't worry about it nobody's watching you
0: Yes. All right. Let's, let's not get on that hole. I thought I was, I thought (laughs) I was cynical. Holy cow.
2: No, Uh, no. I love it. I, I, I turned mine on in beta. Uh, I tried.
0: Yeah. Beta (laughs) one. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's, let's go ahead and move on to a new topic here (laughs) before we go (laughs) in and get any more trouble. Uh, I am. So, uh, you know, with, with everything going on with people using zoom, like we're using zoom to record this podcast and Google meet and all the conferencing it's going on microsoft teams there's so many conferencing packages that's out there right now and i was uh i was uh going through some some files i had sitting on my machine and and sure enough i found my owner's manual for mac OS X leopard from 2007 and who doesn't forget about iChat now iChat was a great program for its time and i really really i really thought that um uh, Apple was really at the forefront for all of, the, of these services that we talked about, uh, which is the, which is video conferencing, messaging, pr- doing presentations, which you could do in iChat. And, and this was going back you know uh, thirteen years, and that was the same year that the first iPhone came out, which of course, the iPhone didn't do anything back in those days. Um, and you could do video backdrops, iChat theater for the presentations, screen sharing, and and, and i'm assuming, I'm assuming you guys used iChat you know pretty extensively back in those days, right?
1: Oh, sure sure i mean it it was it was kind of it was ahead of its time it really was
0: that's why i wanted to have a discussion about this just just you know apple really had a lot of this stuff going but then what did they do they broke it all up you know you have facetime now you have messages um everything is is in multiple different applications um and it's kind of sad because i i, I like the, the fact that you had a one-stop shop for everything that you could do and I, and I know they've done that they they split up itunes and they did that um but with the advent of you know with, with zoom and everything else that's been being used to this was a, this was a great uh this was a great application to to use back in those days what do you think warren yeah i, I mean
3: I, yeah warren go ahead uh, I, I'm sure you guys have more memory
2: of it. too. Uh, the only thing I re- kind of remember doing with it is adding my AOL uh, account <laughs> that's right. to it. That. So that's that's the only thing I kind of remember. But other than that, I don't think I had that many people that even had Macs running. So yeah, it it was it was actually before my time. Uh, okay. More or less
0: right.
1: uh, with that. And then we'll let Chuck make give his uh, view on it. I think he just called us old, David. I'm not sure. He did. Um, We're not much older. I didn't, I didn't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Experienced, experienced. Experienced. That's a better Um, word. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I, I mean, it was limited of course, to Mac users. And so therefore, you know, the, the, the the pool was a little bit shallow. And even that, you know, a lot of people weren't, I mean they weren't comfortable with video and they weren't comfortable with some of this, you know, the, on, being online was, eh, it, it, it was pretty well entrenched at that point, but using it in that fashion was just, uh, you know, something something radical. And it's not the first time Apple has kind of been way out ahead of the game. And then things developed a little bit differently. I mean, think about it. Messages almost had to break off because of texting. Yeah. And, right. you know, and, and chat, it only made sense to have chat go, you know, go online. Um, and so, you know, I understand why they did it uh, sure. and why they broke it up, but you know, it, it'd be nice if they could, would bring it back. But then again, you know, that's, that's just one more thing. And you, and you have to serve a lot of masters. I mean, with FaceTime now, you yeah. know, you, okay, I'm going to FaceTime you and that's it. And the handoffs between, uh, I think all of them are, especially with the, with the iPhone yeah. are pretty, pretty easy. So, You know, but I mean, I yeah, I remember using iChat a lot for different things. Yeah, I mean, but again, it it was kind of limited because not everybody had an 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 iOS device uh, or a a Mac, an an Apple device. Put it that way. True.
0: Uh, But I I mean, just more so, I think what really intrigued me to talk uh, discuss this topic is the fact that, like I said, the Apple was way ahead of its time um, of the time of the one of during that period, um, not having all of these services in one place, um, uh, because, you know, never thought of doing video conferencing back in those days was still, still pretty new. Yeah, things I like go to, I think was, I don't go to meeting with still around at that point, but, um, uh, and other, other services, zoom is definitely not, not, not around yet, but, uh, but because it's so hot right now and, and just realizing, you know, Apple really was, was, was quite innovative with this and, 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 at least we have the tools now that they're not like the way they used to be. But um, I mean, I think even with messages, you can, you can, you can do, you can share, you can do share your screens and all that kind of stuff. So, so they did incorporate a lot of those tools later in uh, these uh, current apps. Right.
1: Oh, and, and I guess from where I sit, it, this feels like it's another example of Apple. It would have been great if that could have been widely accepted and adopted, but you know, Apple users were ahead of the game. We were ready for a lot of the stuff that we're using now. And COVID has definitely accelerated the adoption of some of these things. There's no doubt right. about that. So, but, you know, I the, the number of people that seems continue to be intimidated by turning on their cameras to mm-hmm. do something like this. Forget the sharing to Facebook or YouTube. Just, right. you know, a, a one-on-one or one-on-a-couple video conference and people still, I don't want to turn on my camera. You know, it's like, well, you look the same way you always do. You know, I have to look at you any other time. Now I'm just looking at you on a screen. So what's the difference? Yeah, but, yeah. you know, it, so I, I, f- I feel like once again, we were, we were kind of ahead of the game. And then when the game caught up with us, we were better prepared to take advantage of. It.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's I think that's well said uh, to, uh, to say where, where we are today. Um, I'm happy with the apps. I mean, for the most part, uh, FaceTime. I mean, I think FaceTime they just updated so you, um the boxes are little, are not all over the place. That drives me crazy. I'm mean, have multiple user FaceTime call and then they're moving all over the place and uh and you could talk about other services, but I won't I won't bring up any sort of subjects for you, Chuck. Uh, Microsoft Thank you, Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, then them them app updating services. But I mean Zoom has become the de facto uh, service now, and it really has. I mean, it's amazing what it can do. Uh, and having the ability to have twenty five people on one screen and being able to have a nice clean conversation with most of those people, and albeit sometime it can be a little out of control if you have the mics open and everybody talking at once. but it, it really like I said, with this with this uh, with this quarantine, this really has brought a lot of people to open their eyes and realizing how, how virtual uh, meetings can
1: really do good things no question no question and that's why i think it's going to become a lot more common i don't think that you're going to suddenly see virtual meetings go away whenever mm. we all go back to business as usual whatever that meet whatever that will mean
0: yeah
1: because i mean if if i have if i have a meeting that i have to drive 2 hours for for a, a 20 minute meeting and then have to drive 2 hours back gee that's a lot of wasted time now i can make some of it up if i'm on the phone or by you know, listening to something or, or turning that di- that driving time into produ- productivity. Yeah. But if I can just sit at the desk, click a button, and you and I do our do our discussion for twenty minutes, and then okay, good to see you. We got it done. Talk to you next time, and and move on to the next one. I mean, why wouldn't you do more of that? Yeah. As we all get more comfortable being, or the the novices get more comfortable with this kind of interaction. Yeah. We're gonna see.
2: We're going to see probably in a few months or or later, there's going to be a whole discussion on work-life balance because of this. And there's going to be a whole, um, you know, a whole debate whether this was good or this is good because, you know, I was talking just to my neighbor today who's working from home and he was out there working on his driveway during business hours, you know. And but there's no business hours anymore, so right. you know he he's like I get a lot of, you know he does IT too he's like uh, I guess some things at night I could do, so you know the work life balance, people liked the nine to five because it was nine to five and the in the, the theory is you come home and you don't work and yeah. you spend time doing other things so this is gonna blur that a lot and you know. It could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing. I personally like it. I think it's it's great to not have to drive. It's great to be able to yeah. use technology and and save. You know, my, my wife who works uh, got a new job uh, in Chicago, but she's working here. Uh, but her last job, they they would fly her out to London from Philadelphia, literally to meet like two people, you know, um, and then fly back. And she would spend ten times more traveling than being there. And, you know, I would say to her, that doesn't make sense. We have phones, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. even understand. And she'll be like, you don't understand. I mean, this is how they do it. And, you know, they're clients and you got to meet in person and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, those people can have a a big change to go that way, because that's how they feel. They feel like, you know, you can't get the work done like this. You have to go in person. Um, But again, people, you know, if this is twenty four seven, and you know we could work at eight o'clock at night just by walking into another room, you know, family might suffer. Uh, you know, it, it could have negative effects, so we gotta keep an eye on it. Yeah,
1: yeah. And this is probably going to be my worst analogy of the evening, but um, <laughs> the, I was having this discussion actually this afternoon on a business call. There are some aspects of business that you really need to be face to face. There's no, there's no question about it. And it's, to me, it's sort of like, you know, going to um, um, one of the oil change uh, places that just, they just do oil changes and maybe just a little more, as opposed to going to a full blown dealership where you can get your oil changed, your tires rotated and, you know, 27 other services. Um, There there are some things you really need to go to the dealership for, but there's some things that you really don't have to go to the dealership for. And that's that's where I think that the the video conferencing is going to shine. So, I, to your point, Warren, you know, yeah, I think there's great value in spending the time to travel, to shake hands and sit down with somebody, maybe eat dinner, you know, and and discuss a deal or you know, go through a, a day or two of a deal. But there are a lot of more routine, mundane meetings that take place that really just could be done just as easily by Zoom, Skype. Teams mm-hmm. got to help me. Um, you know, the, uh, we like our teams or, or, come on or or or, or, or blue jeans. I, mean, uh, d- um, I, I can't think of I, what's the Adobe one. Um, is it Adobe Connect? Do I have that right? Um, gosh, what's the name of it? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I, know I, which I one talking about. about. There's a
2: Cisco yeah. WebEx. That's another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: Cisco, Cisco oh, yeah. WebEx, right go to meeting. I mean, there that's it. There's so many out there that somebody's going to find the one that that works for them best yeah. right. so we're but gonna have gonna to be... all become fluent, fluent in all of these but right.
2: these businesses are gonna have to figure out which which is appropriate for what and right, right. yeah you know, um you know in person you know i think uh, i don't do corporate anymore uh for the most part but i remember them and you know corporate meetings you know are horrible you know they're, they're <laughs> yeah it's always it's always the same thing you know people you know and then nobody agrees and then people aren't paying attention so it's hard enough when you're looking at each other it's stuck in the same room together we'll see how hard it is when you know i could literally uh what were the kids doing kids are getting smart they're getting cut out to themselves and putting them in front of the thing and so they, they look like they're my favorite one was uh the, the, that's how I posted that. They changed their name and Zoom to be connecting, um, <laughs> and, and, made, and made a blank screen on there. That's my that's favorite. Great. So,
1: yeah, I want to hire that kid. I want to yeah, hire that, that kid. That yeah, kid was that, brilliant. That's yeah. a good one. He he yeah. got credit
2: for being at the class, from what I understand. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Yeah, <laughs> or the or the uh, the folks that have videotaped themselves, you know, just moving around and looking and paying attention, and then not paying attention for a minute, and then just put it on a loop to you know yeah. to look like you're you're as long as nobody calls on you, you got it made
2: yeah and if and uh if dennis hopper is watching you it looks like you're still driving the bus yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's a speed right. reference if you don't remember Got that it. one Got all right it. just making sure <laughs>
0: so so right. so let's uh, let's uh let's just think about that uh 13 years ago um that apple was ahead of its time with iChat and all the tools we have today are even better and have improved since uh since that time and uh and yeah you know, it just just inspired me to talk about that cuz uh you know there, there was that was a good product um and uh, we can leave it at that so
2: was a good uh topic i don't think we're uh, going to have time to uh, watch you uh, open up a box to watch uh, we might squeeze we'll see it, how
0: it goes. <laughs> We might squeeze it in um i want to see the box yeah, yeah we're gonna do an audio unboxing you know uh, so, um so um next topic apple tv plus um uh, now has over 10 million subscribers and granted those most of those subscribers are probably the free tier like i think all of us here uh because we bought new phones iphones um and uh it's going to be interesting to see where the subscription base goes from there but Apple must think it's going somewhere because they decided to buy back catalogs of both the movie and TV shows that, um, um, uh, that were out there. And uh, I, I, I'm finding they do have a lot of good content. They keep adding a lot of new content. I know both of you would have some uh, good uh, thoughts of, on this topic and, uh, and what, uh, what you thought with the, the purchase uh, truck. Why don't we start with you as far as what, what did you think of them adding these catalogs uh, as far as uh,
1: titles and such? Um, I think it's interesting the time the timing of it. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, a deal like this doesn't get done. You don't mm-hmm. just call up somebody and say, "Hey, well, maybe with Apple's ca- cash, you do." But, <laughs> hey, can I have your you know, probably, <laughs> Yeah, but probably not. You know, probably this has been in the works, and it just happened to come out at this point. Um, I think Apple's recognizing, and, and again, it may have been driven by to some degree by COVID nineteen that yeah. creating a sufficient channel of new content is going to be a, a challenge. Uh, Just because of the time time involved, and so if they could pick up a back back catalog of things that would interest people, it just gives them uh, people one more reason to want to subscribe or to stay within the Apple TV, Apple TV Plus, sorry, ecosystem for their entertainment. Um, I I I think it's still going to be it's going to be tough to compete against something like Netflix or uh some of the others, but hey, they gotta start somewhere. Yeah. And so why not? Warren, what'd you think? Uh what what uh what, what'd you think of what, what their motivation was with uh adding all this?
2: Exactly what uh, Chuck was saying. I think they're looking into it because they had things in production that are on hold. So they know they're gonna have at least some kind of period of when the subscriptions end and People need to decide if they're going to keep it or not, so they they need to entice them to, to stay. Um, you know, me personally, I'm not a huge uh, back catalog person. know, yeah, I don't watch a lot of movies over and over again. I did yeah. when I was younger, uh, not anymore. Um, but you know, Apple TV has some decent things. Uh, yeah, I told you. I think I would... Yeah. Um, uh, my I was going to ask you that I, question.
0: What we're watching
2: uh defense defending jacob right now is the one we're watching and uh they just put out the uh trailer for uh, a couple of things that i'm interested in one is uh dads something with dads and then the other one is deer dot 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 which is a uh, kind of like a documentary thing and they're also doing uh they just green lighted something with the the sports right uh they're gonna yeah. um they're kind of uh um, spotlight a uh sports star tom brady uh uh basketball player, you know things like that, which should be fun um you know i'm not personally hurting for content uh between amazon netflix uh, uh apple yeah. t v and regular t v at this point i mean um you know i could and just sometimes you know i you know a lot of times i i just turn off i you know i've gotten to i've gotten to the point where sometimes I'd rather not start something new and i just rather just not tune in to TV anymore because yeah. I think it's overloaded uh, at this point. It's a good thing. There's a lot of good things out there uh, between all, all the stuff out there, but it could be, you know, it, it could be overwhelming. Um, it is. But I personally, I'll, I think I'll keep it going. I You would know, when did we buy our phone? Was it, it October? It's, it's good, almost a year, yeah.
0: It's going to be close to so, here. It's pretty soon. You're like October. Yeah. So
2: we're going to hit that soon. Right. So, yeah. um, well, although, you know, I spent another $20,000 in Apple stuff since then, I don't think they care. <laughs> <That's> um, <right. laughs> so I got the, I got the year. Um, yeah. We'll probably keep it. And, and I think I told Chuck this on Tuesday, but if if I'm in the middle of some kind of series that's you know being released every week and I'm, i i got to finish it through, I'm going to pay the $5. Yeah. If, if it ends and I'm not in the middle of something and I can wait a little bit, maybe I'll let it run out and
1: start it back up if I need to. And, and I think we did have part of this discussion too, Warren, but the thing is with Apple's pricing of the product, it really is one of those that's, that's easily overlooked it's almost not worth the trouble to cancel almost, you know, that, that, you know, I I can think of a lot of subscriptions that I would actively seek out and and kill, but okay. So at this price, yeah, they might, you know, yeah, I enjoyed that show or I, I heard about this new show that's coming up. And so I'll keep it on. So if I want to watch it, I can, you know, it's, so it's, I think the the price point is one that I really hope they stick with the price point because I, I think that's, I thought this for a long time that maybe it's not a microtransaction, but it's, it's low enough to fly under the radar and, and not, you know, when it pops up on your reminder or on your bill or whatever, you don't think, oh, do I really need that? You just kind of glance over and say, like, yeah, fine, you know, keep on going. It's four ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Um, uh, and
0: the original content. I mean, the catalog is just keeps growing and growing. It's just amazing what what Apple is really done. Uh, just really committed to a lot of these these shows. They keep signing on more and more big artists and, and doing this stuff. So I mean, uh, I think it's got a really big future. Honestly, and then the, adding that. So go ahead. Uh,
2: the 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 interesting thing is their their iTunes catalog is huge. Right, but it's not really theirs. I guess is what the story is. So, maybe maybe they'll do that. Maybe they'll flip a switch, and all of a sudden, anything on iTunes could be included in uh, Apple TV Plus. That would yeah. that would sell. That would sell pretty quick. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah.
1: That, I think that that's the whole idea behind Apple TV Plus. Is Apple doesn't want to be completely beholden to the studios and their right. whims. I mean, even now I forget which, which website, you know, every month it's okay, here's what's leaving Netflix and here's what's coming to Netflix. And you know, that I I understand why it's being done and I understand the business model, but it still kind of annoys me that if, if I haven't gotten the whole way through a series now, Oh boy, I either have to go find another service where that series is or where it's moving to and sign up for that, or I have to wait. And Netflix, Netflix is terrible. I mean, Never have I successfully
2: said to myself, I want to watch this movie and I pick a movie and say, let's check Netflix to see if it's on there. Cause as soon as I do, I search it and there's like, you know, it's not there and then title is similar to, you know, back to the future too. Uh, they, so you can't, you can't use Netflix as a place where you want to watch the movie you want to watch. You use Netflix as a place where you watch a movie that you're, you're scrolling through and it appeals to you at that point. Um, with that said, I think there's always, with all the services, there's some way to get it at this point, which is fragmented, but there's you know, there's there's one of the services gonna have it, whether you have to buy it or not. It's a different story.
1: But that's where you get into the problem is yes, as long as I'm subscribed to all those services, then I can find it. But meanwhile, I'm dropping hundred, a 140 dollars a month to subscribe to Hulu and Netflix um you know here, here we go disney apple tv plus <laughs> uh what, what, what have i missed um Prime. crime yeah. yeah you know you just uh-huh. you keep going and it's like i'm back to the the problem the same problem i had with uh the c- cable tv yeah. you know it's like okay i've you know all these channels and nothing's on or nothing that i want to watch is on right. so well yeah. and then uh so uh this was a, was a great conversation. A lot of lot,
0: lively discussion about this topic. Um, then I wanted to, to push over on the other side of things, the, the podcast side of, of of the business. It looks like Apple really is ramping up uh, wanting to get an original podcast push. Um, two things caught my eye with, in the news that well, I'd like to uh, get your, your uh, views on is Apple is hunting for a podcast chief to lead the original content push to tie in with Apple TV so that they're, they're looking to get, you know, podcasters to, that, that would be, uh, be exclusive to their platform. Uh, the other story was Joe Rogan, you know, he's a huge podcaster has been doing it for many, many years. Is uh, signed a hundred million dollar exclusive deal with Spotify. So he's leaving my Apple podcasts and won't even be on the, uh, the in the streams. So uh, Chuck, what do you think of that being a podcaster like I, like I am?
1: I, I want to see how this is going to work. Because yeah, if yeah. I have to subscribe to Spotify to to listen to somebody's show, yeah. it's no longer a podcast. Now yeah. it's it's a program, and that that just has a completely different feel for me. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I'm look. I mean, good for Rogan. You know, obviously there's some there they're one or two dollars involved here for him. Yeah. Um, but and there and I, there's another Spotify podcast. Please don't ask me what it is because I, yeah. I can't tell you there's, right now. There's, there's a couple, yeah but there, but there are several over there and it's like, okay, great. You know, and the same thing with Apple, but if, if it's a podcast, it's not, it's, it's a show. It's not no longer a podcast. Um, and maybe I'm being a little, you know, too old school on that. <laughs> um, but you know, it's start, start thinking of these people as independent content creators, Um, because if if it's a podcast, it's out there, it's open, it's free, you can subscribe to it in any podcatcher or whatever. If you're going to put it behind a paywall of some kind, uh, then it's a little something different. I'm not, I don't know what you call it, but, you know, call it content, call it a show, call it something, but it's, yeah, yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't feel quite right to me. Well, uh, what do you think, Warren? Oh nothing, just if you uh, end up selling this
2: uh, our podcast to so Spotify, seventy thirty is that good? <laughs>
3: That's right. I'll take I'll take I'm the lucky, thirty. I'm lucky you... if I
2: get one percent. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I have no thoughts. I never listened to Joe Rogan, so it doesn't bother me at all. So. I
0: actually hadn't either. So, I mean, I know he's very popular, um, but uh, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. I mean, the other thing, as you look through this article about, and relates to uh, what Apple's looking for as far as the original podcast, uh, or the podcasts, they're, they're, Really looking to ramp it up into into molding it into Apple TV, so it, so so to try to you know, st- you know try to stave off the competition like what's, what what Spotify is doing with uh, with that. I mean, podcasts are, are, are really changing. I mean, they, I mean it's a lot different than than Chuck when you started with this, and and now I mean I think it's it, it's I'm excited for it. I mean I think there's a lot there's so many different platforms that we we can uh, we can put our talents on, and, uh, and I think it, it just if you're in this now you you could just keep going and make
1: this it's going to get bigger. It's it's I, I agree with you, David. I think it's gonna get bigger, but I also th- so think it's gonna become more fragmented because it's already so fragmented. And and we face more and more, we as podcasters face more and more competition for eyeballs and ears. Right. And so, you know, you, you the whole idea, I mean, somebody like Joe Rogan or some of the other big podcasters, you know they 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 have a much broader appeal. you know we 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 pick a niche topic or topics or True. you know we focus on things, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, frankly i I have no interest in doing a big, broad show every week or every every couple of days or whatever um because it just then it starts to feel like work. this is more enjoyable. And yet I still think we deliver a lot of good value for what we do. So, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: I, and I would love to see podcasts, if you will, on Apple TV. And even if Apple pays people to produce them, Yeah, you know, again, I don't think they're podcasts anymore. I think now they're, they're produced content for a channel, but at the end of the day, you're right. As a content creator, call us whatever you want, but we have a lot of options. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: That can be a long, much longer topic that we're talking about. And so with time getting close, yeah, I, uh, Warren, you were right. We're going to have to move the smartwatch up, uh, b- unboxing to next episode. Uh, it's an $18 smartwatch. It's an $18 it's smartwatch. So it's I sitting think on my
2: drawer now. So It, it could wait. It, it, so,
0: But it can I, wait. I did want to hit this one topic, and I do have an app uh, uh, to talk about as well. Um, WWDC is coming on uh, June 22nd. And we had a bit of a debate with our, our friend Guy Searle over on the Mac to the Future Go podcast yesterday. He's watching. I know he's watching, is watching right now, so <laughs> I want to make sure yeah. that he he, uh, he he hears this. That uh, <laughs> we, we've had a debate. The iPhone 12, which we assume that's what it's going to be called, that's going to come out probably September, October, like generally it happens every year. And iOS 14, I mean iOS 14, of course, is going to start developing as soon as uh, the the conference kicks off uh, at the uh, a month from now is going to be released this year. He seems to think that it's going to happen next year, and Warren. You can go ahead and tell me what our thoughts are because you and I both agreed he's out of his mind. But go go ahead and tell tell him what you think.
2: (laughs) I don't know when the iPhone 12 is going to be out. I mean, normally comes out in October, right? Ish. So, I mean, could it be delayed a few months? Yeah, it's not going to be a year. I get what he's saying. So, guy, you know, his point is if they release uh, iOS 14. if they release, uh, if they start the beta process next month, and um, they're not going to want to actually re- release the final product before uh, the phone is close to being out, because it seems like that would deter people from—I don't know—I <laughs> he there's a reason to it.
3: He,
2: but in that case, definitely iOS fourteen will be next month. The first beta will be unveil, uh, unveiled. WWDC is kind of at least talk about it, um, and then that day after Tim's keynote, there'll be links to developers to download the first versions of all this stuff, like the year before, and the year before, and like the year before. Yeah. If not, they would have canceled. They would have canceled W W D C because that's what it yeah. is. I mean yeah. that that's the point of it. Um you know chuck was uh, we were talking a little bit before and he did make me think a little bit because it's not a week it, there's no start and end date of this conference either so it could go on for a month who knows and they could you know talk about it early on and then maybe a month later at the end yeah at the end of it now you could all have it cuz you know it's been a month and there's more time has gone by that's, that's possible um But I think the phone will be a few months late, probably, and the iOS and the macOS will be on schedule.
1: Yeah, I definitely think so. Any thoughts on this, Chuck? No. I I can't get (laughs) excited over these discussions. I have a a, beta, yeah. Or no, rumors I'm, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd rather have Guy come on and talk about what microphone he's shouting into right now. <laughs> oh, please, no. Oh, please, no. But- <laughs> he,
0: he already complained last night his microphone sounded horrible because he was using uh, a condenser mic up uh, here and, and that sounded horrible. <laughs> go back to it, Diane. Yeah. He just
1: so commented. This, we love Guy. This, I mean, this this stuff is going to come out when it comes out, you know, yeah, and right. my, my thing always is um, I just don't want Apple to rush it. You know, because anytime anybody rushes anything in the tech world, things go really, really wrong. So, right. if it comes out in in 2020, great. If it comes out in 2021, great. You know, just just let it come out stable and solid. And you know, I, I think definitely we'll see features of the next version of iOS at DubDub. You know, yeah. whether we will whether we will actually see it announced or when it's going to come out. You know, none of us know what's going to happen between now and, or between now and six months from now with the global health situation, how sure. much we're all going to be allowed to get get out and get back to work or continue back to work, whether yeah. we're going to see any spikes and, you know, all that. So I think there are a lot of moving parts here. And I just when it comes, I want it to be stable. That's my that's Agreed. the only thing I have to say. Agree.
0: All right, um, and uh, going a little over, but that's okay. We're having a great, great time t- talking to Chuck here and to Warren. Um, I have a, one app I wanted to bring up. Um, this is an app called Music Smart, and uh, this app I found I found a tree, I Actually, found this originally. It was uh, uh, talked about on um, MacStories.net. Um, what this app can do is it gives in-depth info about your music. So you know, when you open up this, this app, it actually links to the to the database to, to Apple Music, and then it looks at it sees. All your, all your playlists. So I'm scrolling through my playlists right now and I got... Quite a bit of them as i see as i'm looking through here and then you pick a song and if there's any particular song that 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 it's looking for you looks for details on it's going to give you uh information like the the artist and uh and beyond the artist you know it's like who, who was the publisher who i mean it was it's insane how much how much detail there is about uh, about some of this music and uh i found it to be uh very interesting as far as uh providing that because you know people want to may want to know uh something about a particular song that uh actually is gonna give things like trivia and credits and discover samples and finding out more about the artist beyond what you actually see um i thought uh, this was a real interesting app and it's only a dollar 99 which isn't too, too terribly expensive It's already in the top 20 for for apps out on the uh, the app store so check it out i have a link in the show notes um is this anything you interests you uh, chuck at all music
1: uh i'd i'd be it'd be really interesting to run it on my music library as many contradictions <laughs> as there are in there yeah. and see where it spits out so yeah i'll play with it sounds interesting
0: yeah i think it, yeah for for two bucks it's worth playing around with it i mean i'm, I'm scrolling i have so many billboard uh uh so like here's a good example is has he has, has uh has a song uh uh from aerosmith and it says uh Oh, what's the genre? When was released? Uh, who it's who it's copyrighted by? And there's editorial notes, which I mean, that's that in itself business just makes it real interesting, being able to see someone with some editorial about the specific song that you might not know about. So, and then it'll tell you what what tracks are on that spe- specific album, and then you go right to the artist, and then it, it just gives you. Uh, the name of the artist and where they, where they started. So in this case, I'm looking at Aerosmith and it says the name of the band. And then of course they, they, they were from Boston. So uh, check it out. It's a, it's a absolutely great app. I'm, I'm I'm pretty impressed with it and I want to keep playing with it a little more and, and, uh, you know, be listening to lots of music and reading all that stuff. So, uh, but the, yeah, this is, we've uh, had a great show here. We appreciate, uh, Chuck, you being on the show. And uh, let me uh, go ahead and wrap things up and we'll we'll find out where the, everybody can find you and, uh, and do all that fun stuff. Uh, so this is a wrap for this week. Uh, please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, uh, feedback at in touch with iOS.com. you can find us on twitter at in touch with ios and you can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher including apple podcasts and many others but uh, better yet go to our website in touch with where all the links for all the ways to listen to story are there and i am dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on twitter at dave g65 chuck again thanks for being here thanks for helping uh, me us celebrate uh the, the almost 100 episodes since i've done this uh, again you, you were my you really inspired me to do this and can't believe it! Hundred episodes is just sort of upon the horizon here, and, uh, and I probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't uh, for your
1: for your inspiration. So I really appreciate that. I'm glad you're thanking me and not threatening me. you. No, I'm not because I'm good. loving doing this. So that's good. Well, thanks for having me. It's it's always a blast. I really appreciate yeah, it.
0: I really enjoy you being on the show. And then uh, go ahead and let everybody know how they can
1: get a hold of you. Yeah, the best way is uh, visit me over at MacVoices.com. That's where we're talking to a lot of interesting Apple and technology people about a lot of interesting things. Mm-hmm. And the best best way to contact me is probably on Twitter as at Chuck Joyner.
0: All right, great. And Warren, you know, I don't you don't, you don't like telling people how to find you, but you got to tell them anyway. Um, I don't.
2: <laughs> you can't make me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, d- just... I hang
0: around you and Guy twice a week, so that's where I could find. That's where I, right. I found. So. Back to the Future. Check yeah. out the Facebook group, Back to the Future. Come join us. And uh, if, you, it's a lot if of fun. you if you don't like Facebook, then don't join us. Uh, we, we gotta don't like care. Facebook. So yeah. So there you go. Anyway, thanks, <laughs> thanks Warren, thanks Chuck, and uh, thanks for you to be listening, and, and, and everybody that's been listening out there for almost 100 episodes. So I really appreciate it, and we'll talk again soon.